The following podcast contains language that may not be suitable for young listeners. Listener discretion is advised as this podcast is rated R. No ifs, ands, or buts. Welcome to another show of Two from Hell. I'm Anthony T. And I'm Andrew. And we are joined by a guest. Why don't our guest introduce himself? Hey, I'm Joshua from Horror Depot. What's going on? Hi, how's everyone doing today? Good. Oh, living, living it up today. Now, we just gotten into 2023. We took in a month off because of Christmas and everything. Me and Andrew decided to take that month off. Get our shit back together and get the ball rolling with Two From Hell. But before we get to 2023, why don't we quickly talk about our thoughts about 2022 and horror in 2022. I actually got a question um, about something. Um, Josh, can you explain to us why uh, Corey Cunningham is your favorite slasher? What? (laughs) Cunningham. Oh, man. So, before we start the show, Josh was just telling us that he fucking hates Halloween and Michael Myers is a shitbag. And then he's like, fucking Corey Cunningham is better. <laughs> Cunningham. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not a Halloween fan. I'm sorry. Like, take all your millions and millions of dollars and put it into some, some other slasher. Yeah, you like know? this, uh, like, who is he? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, who is yes. he? How much um, money did they get for three films? And, uh, you know, how many slasher movies are made with heart and soul that have no money, you know? Well, there's a big one getting made in 2023 that has a lot of heart and soul. <laughs> I think the first one was made with heart and soul. I don't know about two and three. Um, the show just got a hostile, the local boogeyman <laughs> takeover. <laughs> the, um. 2022 had a good year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It had a good year for horror. Pearl was fucking awesome. Shit, did X come out in 2022? Yes. Yeah, how you like that? Yeah. How you like that? X came out in the beginning of the year. I know Anthony wasn't a fan. I liked Halloween Ends. I didn't think it was the greatest. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Fucking loved the shit out of Pearl. I really did. I thought Pearl. You know, I watched X, and you know, 
being Pearl is a prequel, it was a fucking totally different movie, but I thought it was fucking well done, and it, you know, followed exactly what Pearl left off, if that makes sense. Um, what else came out in 2022? Uh, the Black Phone. Oh, The Black Phone, yeah, that, there you go, another fucking phenomenal movie. Yeah, I just recently, we watched it today. Yeah, and Black I just, Phone. And I just realized the great acting in that film. Hmm. With Ethan Hawke and both the kid actors in that film as well. Ethan's great when he does horror. He's he, he was in Sinister, um, Sinister Two, I think. No, no first oh, no, one. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was in the original one. That's right. He wasn't in two. Um, he was in Sinister One. He was phenomenal. Um, he had a big year with you know Moon Knight and. Oh, for good for him. Fucking good for him. Both playing villains. Yeah, he never um, plays villains. Right, and right, and sinister. He, I, what? He was the dad. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So, well, good year for him for sure. Um, like I said, good year. Oh, Rob Fire. I can't think of what else. Black Phone, X, Pearl, Halloween. What else big came out? Uh, Prey came out this year. Yeah, that was a great was, one. Yeah. Oh, the new Hellraiser came out this year. Uh, last year. Yeah, Werewolf by Night came out on Disney. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Who came out this year? Terrifier and, 2, uh, that's right. I didn't say Terrifier. I said Hocus Pocus 2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Terrifier 2? Yeah, Terrifier 2 came out this year. Yeah. Um, Finally. You know what? I, 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 love, I love the independent movies that have come out this year. A lot of shorts have come out that were really good. And then... Um, Something came out earlier this year, The Whooper Returns. Uh, they don't actually call it The Whooper Returns. It's like got another name, but man, that was phenomenal. Um, just yeah, just so many good films. Like Slayers came out this year. That was really good. Uh, how was um, How was The Devils Two? <laughs> that was amazing. I got to I got to star in it. So of course it was good. Uh, yeah. Better not lay no fucking hand on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's getting tapped on my back. <laughs> that was, you know what? That was probably one of the most fun. I got to make a few movies this year. Um, I got to make Curse of the Weird Deer. That's coming out next year. Miss Wait, Holloway. Next year as in 2024? 2023. Uh, well, this year. Yeah, you're right. This year. It's coming out this year. Oh, well, I hope it's, I hope not 2024. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then Miss Halloway, I was involved in that. I got, yeah. me and my cousin got to be extras in that. Yeah, and then The Devils too. so it was a pretty fun year for me making films. Oh, John John was in Miss Halloway? Yeah, yep. Oh, it nice. was his first, like, IMDb credit. Uh, oh, it's amazing, and it's just him in the wheelchair. The guy that was next to us was hooting and hollering, and John was laughing at him. So hmm. I was very, very excited, not only to those guys for – letting him go on but to treat him as nice as they did and everybody on set was really sweet to him um so i i can't thank those guys enough yeah if anybody that um has met john john he's fucking amazing um we love him i i got to see him today yeah yeah uh, anthony for for those that don't know uh my cousin is he's he's profoundly uh mentally and physically challenged 
so he he can't walk that well um he doesn't talk and you know so to put him in a movie uh means a lot to me you know so we we uh, we love john john he's awesome he, he took one of my business cards that i <laughs> <laughs> he looked at it then looked at you and he was like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah right you? buddy you ain't this fucking guy <laughs> uh, yeah he's awesome um God, I got to see him again. He's going to be in um, my uh, upcoming project uh, this year as well. Uh, he's got a he's got a spot in the local boogeyman. Yes, yes. Now, so Anthony, what did you think about it? Yes. What did you think about this year? I thought it was year? a very good year, literally for both independent and studio horror. Yeah. Agreed. It's just, it's amazing. Another film that I think, actually two films I think fell under the radar this year that I don't think got a lot of love is Dario Argento's latest film, Dark Glasses, which I think is his best film since opera, which isn't saying much given the filmography between opera and Dark Glasses. Oh. It's more of a yeah, time gyro. Going back to the Gilo style of filmmaking, and another film that fell under the radar is Fall. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's about uh, two women who climb a satellite tower only to have the ladder fall off and they're stuck there. It was released, I believe, by Lionsgate. It was in theaters briefly. It has a uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it, and also I think Ooh. Virginia Gardner from David Gordon Green's Halloween as well. Oh, nice! Amazing. If you like so, the I, slow I burn films like Open Water, Forty Seven Meters Down, then it's that type of film. But it has great performances in it that really kept my interest and flew right under the radar among a lot of moviegoers this year. You know what? I'm just really happy Lionsgate stuck with horror. I remember when Lionsgate was coming out and they did uh, Undead and they did Saw. And uh, I was at some convention and I got to meet the cast of Saw, like the writers, the directors, and, and some other people in people from Lionsgate were there and they're like, yeah, we really like horror. We're going to try to stick with it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, cool. And here we are, you know, what, 20 years later and they're still doing it. So kudos to them. You know, way to date yourself, Josh. Yeah. Right. Like I'm (laughs) 20 years later after I went to my, you know, first con. Here we are. But I, I mean, uh, for, for a company like that to like, you know, when I, when I ran into everybody, they were, they were really just starting out Mm. and then, uh, no one even knew who they were. And now like, you're never going to see Lionsgate at a convention. You know what I mean? They're too big for that. Oh yeah. You know, that's how it goes. You know, everybody thinks, you know, you, oh, you, you make a movie and success overnight. That's not how it goes. Yeah. Plus, they have all the A24 releases, too, that they distribute on home media as well. A24 is, um, 
is A24. <laughs> That's Pearl and X. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've had a killer year, too. They've also stuck with horror, too, over the last couple of years. Bodies, 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 sucked ass. I've not seen that film, nor <laughs> I care to see that film. That's I think, amazing. I think Pete Davidson's in it. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he is, yes. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Anyway. You know what? You know what? I'm going to, I got to go off topic for a second. I, I just want to say something. Providence Bagel is fucking expensive. <laughs> The New England area, and you go to Providence Bagel. That fucking place is expensive. They robbed me blind today. <laughs> <laughs> we had um, we had uh, a production meeting. Um, you know, if if you guys don't know, Josh is the producer on um my upcoming project, The Local Boogeyman, and this other gentleman named Chuck. Um, we had a production meeting there today, and uh, holy fuck, really expensive, dude. I got a, a bagel and a coffee, and it cost me twenty two dollars. <laughs> Probably feels like it. They were like, I feel like when we started going in and talking about movies, they're like, well, this guy's got some money, I guess. Let's fucking rob him. They did exactly that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Me, me and John got a coffee. It was only five bucks. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I run on Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking, I get a fucking a coffee and two bagels, $22. Nice. What kind of coffee do you get? Because Chuck got a coffee, too, and he told me it was 8 bucks. That's highway yeah. robbery. Wasn't even that good. <laughs> two thumbs down. All right, anyway, let's move on. Okay. So you That's also had cast, new casting news for that film, The Local Boogeyman. Talk about that. Talk about what? New casting for the film. What's that? What's that? Don't you recently what? added cast. <laughs> Just fucking with you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we got new cast, new plans. Who is he? Motivation. We're going into 2023. Strong as hell. Um, yeah. Strong. I mean, if you guys only knew what we knew, your dicks would hit the floor. Me and Josh plan to make 2023 our bitch. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Casting news. Um, you like trauma? Because we got a lot of people from trauma films in this film. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got Chrissy. Um, yeah, shout out to the trauma fan Chrissy. Trump oh, my God. Chrissy. She's awesome. Uh, Jazz. Yep. That's, Jazz uh, I was in Curse of the Weird Deer with Jazz. And uh, as soon as I saw one of the characters, I was like, I know exactly who needs to fill that spot. So yes. that that was like a shoe in. So yeah. not not much about the um, you know, we don't have much info about any other cast yet. Uh, but we did have two production meetings this month. A lot of lot of big news in those two production meetings. A lot of stuff I can't discuss. Um. Josh knows one of those subjects that came up today. Uh, that's that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. We have uh, we have another meeting Thursday, and I think uh, no, oh sorry, Sunday. Yep. Yeah, we have a, 
That's Sunday, and, and, me. And we got a thing Thursday. That's right. Yep. Um, we're busy with this movie. Um, and, you know, it's just the start. I mean, we're, we're only in January. And like I said, Sunday will be our third meet. Thursday will be our fourth meet. Fuck, I mean, it's, it's almost film time. Yeah, yeah. We only got a couple months. You got to get ready. Sweet deal. Sweet motherfucking deal. That's it. Bada bing, bada bing. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you, you just dropped two names and that was it. Yeah, we got this person and this person. That's it. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. It. The movie's done. Uh, you just got those moves. two alone, they're going to carry it. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, the, the, if, if everybody, you know, follows the project, um, just follow me on Facebook. And we, we got, trust me. You know, be a little patient. There's going to be a lot of cool shit about to happen within the next week. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And you can thank the man that's in the conversation right now for one of the cool things that's about to happen because uh, Josh really made some cool shit happen. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> you, um, you know what? It, it's hard work. We we just had a chat before we actually jumped on here, and uh, you know, it, it. I was like, Andrew, this is this is your baby. Like you're writing it, you're directing it. I just stepped into fill the role and help it go along, you know, and, uh, you know, we got a pretty solid team thus far, uh, both in front and behind the camera, I think. So that alone is going to propel it, uh, in a really good direction. So, and everybody's super chill. So it's going to, it's probably going to be a lot of fun on set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just being on set in, in general is just fucking fun. And then if you just, you know, put good people around, it, it just makes everything better. You know, it's like, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't know how to really describe it. I don't want to, you know, put them on blast or anything. But when you have all this stuff in front of you and you're really trying to make shit happen. And last year, you know, I, I fucking, I tried my hardest and, you know, I failed on the project. And fucking, I reached out to Josh and he just, you know, he made it possible, so... Boom. And like I said, man, if I wish I could tell everybody all this fucking cool news that we have, but I uh, really can't. You know what? They'll be able to see it when it's done. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, and, and you know, it's it's not even with just the movie. It's just a lot of shit that we have, to, like a, a lot of shit that's just been presented to us. It's like you know, promotional deals and people that we've talked to that are big fucking. You know, it's, you know, I I could probably shock a lot of people right now, but um. We're not going to say anything because we can't. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Uh, I will do a shout out for Big Dan. Uh, oh, yeah. Big Dan. Big, Big Dan's Beth, Beth Page Barbecue. Anthony, Dude, I love yeah, that Yeah, I've guy. seen that package. Anthony was at my house when the package came because he comes over to my house like, uh, you know, mostly, almost like every other week or something because me and Anthony hang out all the time. Um, and, you know, while, we, while he was over here, my package comes in and we got to see all the barbecue stuff from Big Dan, uh, Goblin House. Um, fucking thank those guys too, for the you know the shirts, the koozies, the everything they gave. Yeah, that's awesome too. We had we had sponsors. I fucking totally forgot to shout out there. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, um, I th- I think we were watching a movie with ten million people in it. What, oh, when that yeah, package oh, came in. Oh fuck! Oh yeah. Uh, the fucking Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is fucking odd. 10 million people were in that film. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many fucking people are in this movie? Talk about a big cast. Um, 
Yeah, but you know, just before we move on, you know, um, like I said, I want to say thanks to Josh again. Thanks to fucking you know everybody that's helped out so far. The, like I said, um, and you know, the, the thing that I'm talking about that's going to be launched in, soon, a couple days, probably th- uh, this weekend on Monday. You know, Josh can confirm it's going to be pretty cool. He's been working on it. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, it's so. it'll probably be out by the time this comes out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're fucking probably right. That's awesome. So, so um, I hope you enjoy what you see. Yeah, heart and soul put into that bad boy. So my phone yeah. just flashed, and I'm in the parking lot, so I might lose you guys soon. I'm just giving you a heads up. If I drop out, that's what happened. All right. Okay, we're gonna move on to horror convention news and uh, talk about chaos this year for horror conventions in the New England area. It's like a horror con every, almost every weekend in September. So yeah, ridiculous. Um, they, like I, I, uh, we, I talked about that today with, um, with Chuck, uh, about all the horror uh, conventions that, uh, squished together uh you know they're they're all like he made a good point they're all run by different you know companies and stuff so and it's a fucking you know it's a winner takes all kind of deal but so if you run a winner takes all kind of deal who's the losers the fans, uh, the fans and the vendors the fans the fans are the losers and the vendors to a degree, too. Because they're the ones who have to pay for these tables. And if they're not going to show up, they lose money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this just So uh, it just depends when you do it. You know, I wish that it wasn't, no like, October, November for everybody. Like, that seems like it's the prime season. September, October, November. You see cons all the time. Um, but in I, summertime, I, I you hardly see anything. I don't mean to interrupt or anything, but um, just real quick breaking news. I know over the last couple of weeks we heard that WWE is selling and it's going to probably go to Saudi. Um, those rumors came back to be false, and I just got some information in right now that the current front runners and looking like potential buyers is going to be Com- Comcast, NBC, or Disney. <sighs> so, um, and that was just posted 10 minutes ago. Yeah, it's going to be one of those three. So, yeah, uh, I hope uh, everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I hope Disney buys it. Um, I don't want Disney to buy it. I really don't. They have the fucking money and uh, I think a lot of cool shit. Anybody but Saudi. Yeah, anybody but but Saudi, yes. Um, If it was Disney or Saudi, I'd rather have Disney over Saudi. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about before that? (laughs) All the conventions. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I know Terracon that they're doing this big Nightmare on Elm Street reunion. Um, Robert England, Heather Lanking Camp. Yeah, uh, Connecticut Horror Fest has announced a few guests. Nothing for um, Silver Screams yet. My but, guess um, is they're probably gonna wait to Astro. What's that other con they r- run? Astronomicon. Yeah, is done before they announce guests. But you yeah. gotta figure they're gonna be coming out with a big lineup because I would hope so. 
it killed last year, and you have the Ice Nine Kills connection. Right. So then um, it's it's like I don't see that going away. Oh, you know, there's one thing. Um, be, before we move on to our um, you know, main topic. Uh, you know, I hope everybody's following the uh, the Horror Depot on Facebook. Um, that's Josh's fucking baby. Um, so. Um, Thanks for the plug. Yeah, if he wants to, you know, if he wants to talk about that for a sec, he's, you know, the, the floor is yours, my boy. Yeah, uh, Horror Depot is a business that I actually had up and running a long time ago. It was basically Etsy for horror vendors and specifically horror vendors. Um, and you're talking everybody, writers, filmmakers, artists, like it doesn't matter. Um, this time around, I'm trying to put podcast in as well. So it's an all in one. You go to the website or the app and you can listen to all your favorite horror podcast while you shop around for horror related items. I so, fucking like that. What's better than that? Listen to horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a potential investor now. Um, I might do an Indiegogo. I'm not sure. My business advisor is telling me that that's not a good idea. I should just go traditional through a bank. But it, uh, so far it's working out the business plan. Apparently no one does uh, a study on the horror industry. So I've had to do an extensive research on sales and, um, a bunch of other stuff. So it's been really interesting. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, so. I, I, I can. You know, testify that um, Josh has been working his ass off on that. Um, that's his baby, so he wants that to happen. So, you know, we have fingers and toes crossed for that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's not even uh, that I want it to happen. I think the like the genre itself needs something like that um, because everyone is so sparse. And when you do try to find something, like, I'm a huge independent fan, and when I'm looking for something, I can never find it. Um, ever. Ever. Uh, you just have to go through endless BS on the internet, or hopefully it's on Amazon or, or something, and you're you're scroll, scrolling through all this BS to find it. And, uh, you know, if it was all in one spot, it wouldn't be bad, would it? No, that, that should be um, pretty fucking awesome. Imagine that you go in, you type Halloween, you get all your Halloween stuff, and then you you type in, you know, Psycho Sisters, and I get all my Psycho Sisters stuff, you know, right there on the spot. So, that's including podcasts that go with it. That would be really cool. Yeah, you know that be you know because there you go, you got other people that like the movies that you're into too, so you can you know fucking boom boom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's always room to expand on that. So I'm going to start out with the, like, Etsy for Horror with podcasts attached. And the podcasters can actually have a store as well um, with a donation button and things like that. So should be pretty good. Um, yeah, I have somebody to build it for me and everything. So just uh, need some funding. Just, uh, yeah, so, you know, be on the lookout for that. And we, we, we me and Josh really just hope that, uh, you know, 2023 treats us good. <laughs> that's so far, so good. That's all we want. Just treat us good, you motherfucker. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Next. 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 <laughs> Next. 
our main topic this episode, modern slashers versus retro slashers. Oh, oh, so we're not doing the um, 2000s versus 80s porn segment no more? No, we're doing oh, slashers. <laughs> That's another oh, podcast. I really wanted to go over my love for big bushes, but um, all right, let's go off the podcast. Um, anyway, um, modern slashes versus classic slashers. Jesus yeah. Fuck. Where do you start? Uh, you know what? I love some old school slashers. Um, yeah. I love. So I go back to the '60s for my early slashers, like Psycho. Um, obviously classic. You go Blood Feast. Uh, what was his name? Ramses. Ramses, the killer. He was insane in Blood Feast. Uh, and I remember seeing that, and I was like, this is amazing. And then, uh, you know, even Peepin' Tom, his name was Mark Lewis. Mark Lewis was Peepin' Tom, yeah. where he was the photographer, and then he he would stab people with his camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it sounds really stupid, but watch the movie. Watch the movie. It is really good. Um I- I fucking love slashers. It's my favorite genre of horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they just are. I, and you know what? I even like, um, you don't see a lot. And like, I know you see a lot of people and they say, well, slashers don't have stories. Well, slashers ain't meant to have stories. Some like, slashers story. do. Well, they're, they're, oh, we lost Josh. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Look at it. Dun, 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 dun. I'm back. Did I, I don't know what happened there. Sorry. No, sorry. Um, some slashers have stories, um, and I like that as well. I like, um, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, slashers are my favorite. So it depends on how low budget the slasher is. Uh, you can go down a rabbit hole of slashers as far down as like Bunny Man, geez, Quilt Face. You ever see Quilt Face? That was a slasher movie. You yeah, you could go. You could just start going way into a rabbit hole of dark, dark dollar bin slasher movies. Um, and today is the you know the time we're recording. So it is Friday the thirteenth. Yep. Um, and in the background, I have uh, my favorite Friday the thirteenth playing. I have um, part three. Nice. Yeah, it is the best Friday the Thirteenth, in my opinion. Uh, hmm. I have I like the original. I think that's very good. Uh the one with the psychics also a very good sequel. Number seven. I, I think I am the only person that's not a big fan of the original Halloween. I don't think it's that great. I mean, I'm sorry, not now. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'm also not a fan of the original Halloween. What? Whoa. What? No, 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 no. I take it back. Jesus Christ. I take it back. All right, listen, I, I'm, I'm fucking doing a lot. I got confused. Right? It doesn't take a lot <laughs> to confuse me. I, no, fucking Halloween is my favorite. So uh, let me let me correct myself. Let's, let's bring down the pace a little bit here, fellas. I am the only person that doesn't like the original Friday the 13th that much. I don't think it's that great. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't really fucking like it, man. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, I, I fucking I, hate it. I don't, I don't know. I hate I, it. I, it's nostalgia for me, the first yeah. one. You know? It's not that it's a stellar movie. It's just nostalgic. So, I actually went to Blairstown, New Jersey, in the opening scene where she's walking around the corner. That's a movie theater, and they show Friday the 13th, every Friday the 13th. Uh, so you can see the theater. You're sitting in the theater as she's walking by the theater on Friday the 13th, watching Friday the 13th. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. So. That is pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, I think the modern slasher films, you could get away with a lot because you had all this nudity. Look at Sleepaway Camp. You probably couldn't make that film today, especially the ending of that film, because people yeah, would, be, not at all. would be so offended by it. By a penis? It's just the fact that there's like hardly any nudity in modern slasher films, unless you go to the independents. I was just going to say the independents still do it. Um, and now there's, there's like this, this overall overhauling of the independence where it's not so much girls running around naked. Now there's a lot of men running around naked. It, yeah. it kind of flipped, you know, I've seen that a lot, um, in the last few years that male nudity, like full frontal male nudity and slashers has picked way up. So it's a meat, it's a meat fest in there, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know what? Like, it doesn't. If it fits the story, it fits the story. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's the my way problem. I look at it too. It has to fit the story. Yeah, you can't just have guys running around with dicks. We understand that. <laughs> I, I or vice versa. I, I don't. I don't. You know, if there's nudity and horror, there's nudity and horror. Um, I think it's like um, it. I don't know. When when you think slasher, it's almost become like oh like a nudity and horror is like a staple but I don't necessarily think it needs to be there I, it, it's not wrong that it's there and I'm not saying it, it, I don't like it I'm just saying like it doesn't have to be there did you ever you know? did either of you guys catch that piece that Catherine Cochran wrote in which she talked about her nude scene in Terrifier and how people were so disappointed that Terrifier 2 there was no nudity um I didn't watch Terrifier uh, 2 and I'm like, damn, there's no boobs in this and I didn't get mad. So. No, me neither. I had no problem with the fact that Damien Leone didn't want to do it this time around. Because if you use that trope too much, it just wears the product down. And you don't, and it takes away from the story. Uh, Well, some people are known for that. Like, there's a guy, Bill's above who makes underground movies and all of his movies have an entire cast of completely naked women through the whole thing. Um, and he just says it's art. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Like it's like a woman to... went around covered in blood for 10 minutes while heavy metal plays and she's completely naked. And it's like, he's like, it's art. And you know what? He's not wrong. So no, no he's not wrong. I know, I think Lloyd Kaufman does that, too, with his yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Lloyd Kaufman. He, he, you know what? He doesn't always have to, has, have to have it, but
but he's like, you know what? It really helps. Like, boobs, people love boobs. You can put boobs in any movie, and they'll be like, oh, and it makes the movie better. And there's no rhyme or reason why. But he's honest. He's like, hey, look, if you put boobs in it, people will watch it. And he's right. So, unfortunately, that's a that's the truth. Yeah. Yep. Boobs. Boobs. That's all yeah. it is. <laughs> It all comes down to- and then again, Lloyd Kaufman's a showman anyway, so do anything to get attention. That's why we love I, Lloyd. Uh, can I tell you guys a Lloyd Kaufman story? Okay. So I, I did an event with Lloyd. Um, I forget what event it was. And uh, he's like, I, I was getting coffee, and he's like, oh, can you get me a coffee? Said, yeah, sure, sure. And I went and got him coffee, and I turn around, and he's got the bartenders pouring liquor in his coffee. Uh, and I was like, oh, and then he, he, by the end of the night, he couldn't stand up. So he, he was leaning against the wall, like saying hi to everybody. And he's like, Josh, I need you to stand next to me. So every once in a while, he would just put his head on my shoulder. <laughs> he was like, lean on me. <laughs> he couldn't stand up. Um, yeah. and he's a, he's, he, he's 75 years old for crying out loud. Uh, I, I, he, he's a trip, man. He is a trip. And I, I looked at his assistant, and I was like, what the? He's like, yeah, he's been drinking all day. And I was like, it's a midnight showing. Like, he, he's already fallen over. <laughs> like, maybe we should take him home. He's like, nah, he'll make it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and he did. No, I know he what did. he's doing. Yeah. 75 years old, the dude's pulling all-nighters and drinking from time he wakes up to the time he goes to bed. It's, it's insane. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old... Good old Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. Just stand next to me, and you know I'm I'm an intimidating looking guy, so I I I was thinking he wants me to stand next to him because I'm intimidating, right? No, <laughs> no. He needed somebody to lean. <laughs> like that's all it was. He's like, listen, motherfucker, tonight you're my pillow. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just put his head on my arm, and he's like, oh, and he's like leaning in, like literally just like. Laying on me in the standing position. <laughs> Did you give him a little snuggles? Uh, yeah, I gave him a little reach around just for good measure. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got you, Uncle Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was awesome, and he, he, he really was. Like he, I was doing an event. And he let me promote the event at his show, like on his table. Like when it comes to independent film and support, if you support Troma. They are 100% behind you in everything you do. Like, it is such a cool, like, um, community. I almost said cult. <laughs> like <a> cult. <laughs> yeah, Trump is a good cult. But it, it is, up, like... Uh, Uncle Lloyd Manson. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? As far as it goes, like, they produce some really good stuff. Um, you know, two of your films are on the Troma Now app, you know? Yeah. They they really look out for the the little guy and really get their work out there. So you can't knock them for that, you know. No, you really can't. Um, Josh showed me a picture of Lloyd's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I have one in my phone. I have one in my phone. It was so funny. Like I get I get I for some reason I had this message and my wife's like, "What's that?" And I showed her. She's like. Is that Lloyd Kaufman? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's him. She's like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, for a 75-year-old guy. Yeah, 
Like Dude. a tree trunk. <laughs> I think we're starting to get way off topic. Because <laughs> I do have some way more points in the slasher films. Here's how it goes. You know, we, uh, you know, Trump already looks off the little guy. You know, Josh will be like, cough his penis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Reeves Elliott. I think he's the one that uh, got that. Yeah. The Secret of Cuck Island. If you if you if you get the chance, watch The Secret of Cuck Island. That's all I'll say about that. Josh just stops in mid track. He's like, "Dude, you gotta see this." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all right, what is it?" And he shows me. And I'm like, "Holy shit, wow!" Yeah, that's Lloyd's dick. I was like, "It's traumaful." <laughs> yep. And I'd like it. I, yeah. 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 Uh, my my wife's like, "Can I borrow your phone?" She's like, why are there so many dick pics in your phone? Just to let people know, this is probably our most rated R episode yet. <laughs> why? I think you can say fucking twice in a PG-13 show. How many times did you say fuck? Yeah. Oh. Well, here's another thing, those fucking... Uh, so, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Ben Johnson over at Totally Tunular, the podcast, he, he goes on and he's like, oh, send Howard Depot all the dick pics. So one day I go in and I didn't even, I hadn't listened to the newest episode or anything. I go in and my my inbox on fucking Instagram and Facebook, I got like 10 dick pics in one day. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's incredible. <laughs> so um, if anybody's listening and want to send dick pics, just send it over to the Howard Depot. <laughs> That's not funny. I had some lady just sending me random pics, and I was like, well, who are you? And then she would send them, and after I look at them, she'd delete them. <laughs> There's a contest going on now. He's going to post the nicest looking dick on his, <laughs> on his story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Story of my life. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Now, anyway, okay. going back to topic... <laughs> now, how, I think moving on from all the nudity and everything, one the, other, the one thing I've noticed recently from horror films is the slashes are getting very gorier. Oh wait, you haven't seen anything yet? Oh yeah, I think Terrified Two started a new wave of extreme gore. I really do. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, uh, I I really believe within the next you know 12 what? months we'll see films try to imitate Terrifier 2 in terms of gore. So I don't know if I'm in agreement with that because the, in the 80s there was a huge run, um, especially the underground horror slashers with over-the-top gore. And yeah. it was independent films that did it in the eighties. And then the big, like the nightmare on Elm streets and the Friday the 13th picked up on it. And you can tell when you watch a lot of like early to mid eighties, VHS, especially like when they were VHS, especially um, they were super gory. And then all of a sudden, after a couple of years in the rentals, all of a sudden mainstream horror movies started getting really gory. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then it was commonplace for a while and then it faded. And now here we are 
you know, all these years later and all the people that saw it in the eighties are now making movies. And it started in the independence where the independents were getting really gory. And now all of a sudden, because terrifier two had the success it had as an independent film, Hollywood is then looking at it. Like, this is what people want. We need to make money. So in the next year, you're going to see tons of Hollywood gore. And I would not be surprised if it starts with the upcoming scream film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. The screen will probably be a little crazy. Um, because the last I, film I, was crazy as is in terms of I gore. Hope, I, I hope the um, the Exorcist that comes off the shit uh, is not that. Well, because the Exorcist is not a gory film, it's not a slasher. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see what they're going to do with that because that's a big deal. I think horror is starting to trend away from the supernatural elements because for all these years we've been getting all these conjuring films, these paranormal activity films. Yeah, you're right. Over the last few years we've gotten Insidious's, um, conjuring films, Annabelle, um, which is, you know, part of the conjuring thing, but we got a lot of movies like that. And now, you know, but what, since like 18, well, 19 up, we've been getting a lot of slashers. And for a time, slashers are PG-13. Oh, I yeah. dreaded those days. Oh, right. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. But you've got to, yeah. um, it, it's like, if, I, I don't, I mean, you can do whatever you want, really. There is no right or wrong. But I feel like slashers should be rated R. True. That's it. I mean, like I said, there is no right or wrong answer there. I, that's just my opinion. Um, if you're going to make a slasher, it's it's going to have balls. And for it to have balls, it needs to be rated R. And that's it. Even though there was one that just came out that was PG-13 that did very well at the box office opening weekend, Megan? Yeah, that ex well, yeah, well, there you go. That's the perfect example, so there's no right or wrong answer. But, you know, if I ask a lot of people, oh, what'd you think of Megan? Like, my buddy went and seen Megan. Oh, what'd you think of it? Well, when it got to a lot of the gore scenes and the cut scenes, they just cut out. They cut away from the camera. The camera cut away. The camera, oh, okay, well, yeah, this because it's PG-13. I'm hearing rumors there might be an unrated version coming of that film. I, I, I've i heard that, too, and that'd be cool. Hopefully it'll install the, reinsert the gore scenes. Yeah, um, in 2024, we're going to get Megan versus Chucky. Well, they've been teasing <laughs> it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, That's yeah. actually a real thing. They've been teasing that on Twitter. You know what? Those have been going around forever. I mean, I, I started posting fights like that way, way, way back. You know, that's like every fanboy's dream. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be cool if somebody just bought all the rights to all the characters and just started making, like, versus movies? <laughs> just a fucking big battle royal of fucking horror villains. It'd be fucking awesome. Sally, right? Yeah. Sally, we've only had, like, one. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was, uh, what was it? Um, Puppet Master and Demonic, uh, doll, demonic, demonic Toys. toys. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, eh, what was that? It was a TV There was movie. Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. That happened. Yeah, that ha that's Charlie B. That's Charlie Bean in Demonic Toys versus Puppet Master was a sci-fi film. 
Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, Boom did it. I know. I know we're uh, you know we're running out of time here, but there is one thing I want to talk about before we wrap up. Did everybody see the new trailer to the new Evil Dead? Yes. All right. What did we think about that? I thought that was fucking fantastic. Yes. Um. That might be another gory film. Dude, my uh, coming out. Are you, that looks so great. you guys going to see it? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, my son actually sent me the trailer, and I was like, okay. I'm like, is this cash grab or are they gonna do this right? And uh, no one had an answer, you know. Well, and uh, it looks good though. Like it, it looks like it has promise. Josh, originally the film was supposed to be on HBO Max until they test screened the film and WB saw potential in it to put in theaters. Originally that was supposed to be for the streaming service. So it was supposed to be just relegated to streaming like everything else these days. You know what? I bet they're going to kill it. Like, horror is really big right now, and people people know the name, so I bet they'll come up just to see it, whether it's good or bad. You yeah. Know? Just like the Winnie the Pooh movie. Let me tell you, I have supported, um, like, Proportion Productions for so long. Like, they, they're the UK. They're, they're the same two guys making all the movies. They split off. They make different companies with, like, one or two other people. Um, there's like five companies and they're doing the Winnie the Pooh and people are going to see it. That's they good. don't, they don't know that it's, it's only like a $20,000 movie. <laughs> That's going to be a test for, to see if independent horror can be sustainable in th- major theaters. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Something like that, um, it will, because it's so interesting. Kudos to them for buying the rights right away and making the movie right away. They still haven't released it yet, but when they do, I can't, I, it's going to get a lot of backlash because their movies um, are independent, so they're very, like, low budget. A lot of the costumes, the faces don't move. You don't have CGI, like, super good. Like, it's not a Hollywood movie. But I think people are either going to love it because it's not, or they're going to hate it because it's not. So we'll see. It's supposed to come out next month. Ooh, opening day, baby. I'll be there. That's a Jagged Edge now, right? Jagged Edge Productions? Mm, not sure. Okay. Because Proportion Productions split, and then they started Jagged Edge. So, I have no idea right now. I'm just going by, as uh, Fathom Events is distributing the movies to theater, the movie to theaters. Yeah, so they did a bunch of stuff like Medusa. Um, they did uh, The Nutcracker. They did Humpty Dumpty, which I really liked. Uh, Humpty Dumpty was great. That came out last year, or the year before last year. And I think Winnie the Pooh is going to be a lot like Humpty Dumpty, so... Production company, Jagged Edge Productions did do this film. Yeah, so they literally take $100,000 a film, 
pump it into the film, get it done, get it out. And they just repeat the process one after the other, after the other, after the other. And so, I'm, and I'm assuming once this sits DVD and Blu-ray, IT and distribution will be the distributor of the film. Probably. As so. they're the ones listed for production and distributions. As of right now, I'm, um, you know, just interested for the Evil Dead and the Exorcist. I'm interested in Screams, Sex. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot about Scream. Yeah, Scream, too. And we're supposed to get a trailer soon for this um, film. I really thought that we were going to get, um, hopefully, Maxine this year, but I don't think so. Um, and if I had to guess, I'd probably say no. I would I, say yes. Uh, I, I would say end know. of the year. You think that I, that would be nice, and maybe there's a good possibility there, but um, I hope so. You gotta figure really by the that script's probably already written. I know we're gonna we're gonna be. See, here's the thing. All right, and before we go, um, a kick-ass independent movie will will get ready to come out. You know, in us, you know, we're they're typical diehard horror fans, right? So we'll know about the independent film, and you know, we'll know about everything horror that comes out. But then you've got people that only you know view horror as they see on TV or they watch it occasionally or whatever. Then you have that you know fan, and there'll be a really badass indie film that's going to come out that you know we'll be excited for. No one else will get that because what's going to get jammed down your throat starting in April is going to be all Exorcist stuff. Everybody's going to know the Exorcist coming out. You're not going to know that there's going to be a really good independent horror movie that gets released right at that time. And that fucking really bums me out. But, um, yeah. You got a long way to go before we get to the Exorcist in October, September, well, yeah, October. Well, well, yeah, it comes out in October, but you're gonna get a teaser, you're gonna get a poster, you're gonna get a trailer, and you're gonna get all that within, you know, now from October. I would, I would, don't think you'll get anything from the Exorcist till early summer. That's when they usually start promoting their films. If Universal's going to treat the Exorcist as a big deal, they have tentpole films coming out in the summertime. That's when you'll start seeing the trailers and stuff for that for The Exorcist. Yeah. Because I think there is a Vin Diesel movie coming out this year. Another Fast and Furious film, so... Oh, that would probably be a perfect time to debut a teaser trailer for The Exorcist. Just what just what we need is another Fast and Furious movie. Uh, it's like the scariest horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, here we are. What have you seen lately? Uh, what have I watched lately? I watched a bunch of shit with you that day. Came over, vengeance. Don't uh, fuck in the woods. Don't fuck in the woods. One and two. 
Uh, oh, yeah, Vengeance, the one with 10 million people in it. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, that's really that's really it. I, I've been busy. Nice. I've been busy. I'm on a fan film kick. Uh, I just watched Sawyer Massacre. That came out this year, or last year, 2022. Um, it's a chainsaw family thing. That's pretty good. And then I just watched uh, my buddy... Christian, who made this horror film, the short Elevated, which was insane. I met him at a uh, film fest, and uh, he just made Tila, and uh, he did all the fight choreography, and he played one of the characters. I forget the He-Man character. It's the one with the eye patch. I would definitely look up Tila and the Masters oh, of the Universe. You sent me that. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Uh, it's only like a ten-minute film or something, but who is it good? So, yeah. And then the Sawyer Massacre, I watched too. Where so. did you uh, watch the Sawyer Massacre? That's also on YouTube. The whole movie. Really? Yep. How long? Full length feature. Uh, oh, it's like an hour and a half. Really? Yep. It's a fan film. Oh. So, I don't think they could really sell it. So, they just put it up on YouTube as a fan film. Gotcha. And uh, I think it's got the 18 warning on it now. I know there was some douchebag, like, tried to flag him and get him taken off YouTube, so, uh, but it's, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, uh, I, I know, I know the thing with YouTube now, Ice Nine Kills recently had problems with their latest video, Welcome to Horrorwood, because it got to the point where they had to put, like, the sensor label on some of the gore scenes in that video, because that was, like, this yeah. big thing... Today, as we're recording it, it took a while for it to get released until it had all this censored this, censored that. YouTube is just, I don't know. I guess they don't like horror for some weird reason. But you know what's really funny? If you pay for a movie on YouTube to rent it or whatever, uh, it's uncut. So what's the difference? The same, The same kids that are watching that movie for free are probably using their mom's credit card to rent other movies anyway. Yeah, you know? if, if money's involved, they don't care. Yeah, okay, if yeah, money's involved, I, yeah. I think YouTube seems to forget that any kid could go online and just be like, naked, sex, and everything comes up, you know? So, I understand trying to make your thing, your platform good, but it, you might as well just put, like, some kind of parental control on it or something without, like... You know, making it. There is an age restriction thing on YouTube. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mike, I put age restrictions on my kids' YouTube. Like responsible parents should do that. Uh, that's not YouTube's job. That's the parents' job, right? Even when I put out videos for this show and my other show, I usually put it set to it's not made for kids. Yeah. And I have, like, an age restriction on it to be on the safe side. Well, what YouTube doesn't understand is there's another streaming platform. Uh, what is it? Vimeo? YouPorn. Well, yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know what? My my homie Steve Brzezinski, I love that guy. Karis Hell, remember that movie? He yes, put I all heard about it. On uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> nice. yep. you go in and you can buy a subscription on his OnlyFans and you get all of his work 
including behind the scenes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's under Steve Steve Buster. And it's like really cheap, like five dollars a month or like fifteen dollars for six months, you know, and you get to watch everything he's done. So kudos. Only fans. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. yeah, who knew? Yeah, who knew? My wife's sister had an OnlyFans. She only made like fifty cents, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put up an OnlyFans, they're gonna pay me to go away. <laughs> oh dude, you you I got a picture for you if you're gonna use OnlyFans. When you're on that basketball. Wait, 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 what do you said to me? <laughs> like, what, what? When you're on the basketball hoop, but you shirt off with your chin. My my wife goes, "You could have been sexy right there. Why did you do this?" And I start, I was laughing hysterically. I was like, uh, "That's the point, you know." Yeah. Um, I've during, been uh, what during uh, during filming when we filmed um. The fucking The Devils 2. There was a, um, I think it was Moose. Was it you and Moose that spotted it? I don't know. It was like a fucking, what was it? It was like a fucking coyote or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, I look over, and there's like this basketball hoop set up because we filmed on a farm. And Josh is like, I'm stretched out, fucking, you know, doing the lean. He has a shirt over his shoulder and with just some <laughs> fucking cowboy jeans on. And I just snagged the pick. Um, that's his only I, I believe I did duck face. He did do the duck face. face. The duck all, face. all the people do. And I kind of leaned into it so you could catch my belly a little bit. Yeah. You try to sell it. I, I was trying to look as sexy as possible. <laughs> like that nice uh, picture I put on the uh, producer post for you, you fucking stud. <laughs> yeah. Love it. What have you been watching, Mr. T? Uh, a couple of films. First, uh, Fred Olin Ray's Witch Academy, which is just a bonkers of a film. It has, like, uh, Priscilla Bonds and Robert Vaughn. It's one of those films I picked up during a Make Flix's Black Friday sale, as that was released on Blu-ray for the first time. It has also Michelle Bauer in it, too. And I also watched another bonkers film called The Invisible Maniac, which was uh, released during Vinegar Syndrome's Black Friday sale, directed by uh, Riff Coogan, a.k.a. Adam Rifkin, who directed Detroit Rock City and Director's Cut. That film's nice. just bonkers as hell. The whole third act is just completely bonkers. Two crazy films, basically. Plus oh. a lot of 2022 films to get me ready for my best of 2022 podcast on my solo podcast. Hey, Josh. Yeah. If you could um, kindly open your Facebook Messenger, please. Oh, man. What did you do? Are you sending me Bush or something? So. <laughs> I look so old right there. Like, oh. You are. I'm a pretty muscular guy and stuff, but I look like a grandpa. <laughs> Yo. 
the funniest thing is uh, if you guys can see, but I just sent Josh the picture of him on the you know, um, the basketball hoop thing there. Um, so when I made him the uh, the producer post thing, I found this picture on his randomly on his fucking Facebook. He's like, you can't use that. I look high. I don't even smoke weed. Why do I look high? Yeah, I gotta stop posting pictures on uh, Facebook because uh, I I do it to annoy my wife, really. <laughs> <laughs> He just snaps pictures and that's it. I actually got to see a picture today with Josh with no facial hair. It was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, and a crew cut. And a crew cut. What is uh that was your wife, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was when we first got married. Yeah, that was uh I was like, Wow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Rub it in. Oh, that was fifteen years ago when you used to be young and look good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. fuck. Anyway. Uh, you know. Yeah, good thanks. Yeah. Anthony, thanks. Thanks for uh, the invite, dude. You're welcome. You're free to come anytime. Oh, don't tell me that. I'll, I'll barge in all the time. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I supported you from, uh, from way back when we used to do events in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. So... I uh I enjoy your rants. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm on season five of my solo yeah. podcast. Yep. Or season so six. I can't figure out anymore. <laughs> I'm just yeah. right now in the process of doing the horror show awards. If you check out my solo podcast, my most recent episode is the 2022 Horror Whammies. It got its own episode this year where I, it's like where I rant away about everything that made me annoyed in 2022. You got some Halloween ends. You got some Texas Chainsaw Massacre mixed in. A little Morbius. And a few others. Nice. And I'm currently working on my next episode, the Horror Show Awards. Then the Best of 2022 episode, where I may have another group chat on that episode. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, me and Anthony, we're going to be back to uh, back to schedule each month with the show. Like I said, we took we took um. December off. Fucking busy. Um, I know, I know, you know, as we get closer to filming, we're going to be fucking super busy, but, um, for the meantime, we're good. We'll be back month to month. Um, cause we only do a show a month. So if it's the schedule, it's perfect. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, well, you can catch me at Hire Depot. Uh, hopefully it'll be up soon. And, of course, you can catch the local boogeyman when that's done. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at, and uh, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I have a lot of other projects in the works, but uh, right now my primary focus is my business and the movie. So, Where can they find Tower Depot? You can find that on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Pinterest and the face of the book. Um 
Um, we do not have a YouTube or a TikTok or anything like that, but um, I may be working on a TikTok channel um, in the future. So that may or may not happen if I can figure out how to use TikTok. Don't forget you can keep up to the latest news of this podcast, Two From Hell, on Instagram and Facebook at Two From Hell Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to also subscribe to our podcast over at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. With that, why don't you take us out, Andrew? And we're fucking out of here. This has been a Film Arcade Media Production.